Welcome back to another edition of Billy West Live. It is my great privilege and pleasure to welcome to Billy West Live for the first time, Senator Louis Bernard. And Senator Bernard, it's always a pleasure to have you on Billy West Live. Billy, I'm really glad to be here, and I want to apologize to you. We've talked about doing this a long time, and I guess I've been distracted, but let's do this. Anytime you want to do one of these, you call me, and if we do it by phone from Baton Rouge or here, We'll, we'll do one, but I'm, I'm honored to be here today to talk to you. I appreciate you spending a little time to talk some politics and talk some recent developments in the Louisiana legislature. At, as a senator from Northwest Louisiana, Louis, you're involved in uh, all of the things going on in Baton Rouge. We just had a recent session redrawing the district lines for both state representatives and for the Senate. Why don't you just give us an overview of what happened in Baton Rouge recently? Well, you know, obviously, anytime you have a, a reapportionment 10 years, that's that's going to cause a lot of feathers to be ruffled. And I don't know anybody in the legislature that looks at the final map and is, is happy with it. I, uh, there's a lot of people that have differences of opinion with losing this part of a parish or that part of a parish. But the, the, the basics, Billy, are this. The census that was released in April 26th of 2021 was basically 4.6 million people in Louisiana. The growth rate was 2.74, which is anemic. Uh, the U.S. had a 7.35 uh, growth rate, but the southern region had a 10.22% growth rate. So we're way, we're way behind on that. We had a decrease in white population of 6.3%, an increase in black population of 3.78%, uh, and amazingly, an increase in Hispanic population of 67.51%. So yes. that, that's real big. What they did, 27 North Louisiana parishes in the Senate districts and 10 Senate districts, uh, they took the total population of those districts, which was a million eighty-four. And they divided it by 119, which is the new ideal population. And when you divided that, you get 9.08 districts. Right. So we had 10, and that population loss caused us to have to lose a district. And you know Senator Barrow Peacock's district and District 37 was the one moved to Hammond. So that's what basically happened. And uh, as you know, we lost also Kenny Cox's, uh, Colonel Cox's district. Um, as I understand it, the, the uh, chairman's philosophy on that was everybody wanted to, if we had to lose one, lose one from somebody that was uh, term limited. There were four of those in North Louisiana. Right. So this, the uh, speaker told me that they uh, agreed to that first request to eliminate something that somebody that was term limited. But the next segment was uh, involved a district that had the lowest population, the fewest people to be displaced, and unfortunately, that was uh, that was Colonel Cox's district. But I guess the main thing I want to say, Billy, in, in the reapportionment process, it's not like you can sit down and just draw what you want. There are strict parameters that you have to use with reapportionment, as you know, and. One thing specifically about the congressional district, the existing congressional district has 58% BVAP, which is black voting age population. And uh, that's, that ensures a good opportunity for a minority to be elected in that district. If, if they drew two congressional districts that were majority minority districts, 
That BBAP, or black voting age population, goes from 58 to 51 and 52 percent. So the leadership felt like that was not adhering to the rules of the, that they were given to do the reapportionment by, and so that's the reason that one congressional district. Now, the other, uh, the minorities of the state obviously believe that they've got 33% of the population, they ought to have 33%. But it, it's, it's easier said than done when you incorporate the rules you have to incorporate and try to look for a performing district. Right. And that performing district is, of course, one like the current congressional district that ensures them opportunity to elect a minority to that district. And you know, Louis, gerrymandering has been around. It's, it's sort of a ugly word to a lot of people that don't understand the process. And of course, you know, the old adage about legislation is it's really a sausage making process. You might like the taste of it at the end, but you really don't know how, know how it's made. <clears throat> There's always been a gentleman's agreement between the Senate and the House that the senators would stay out of the House maps and the House yeah. would stay out of the Senate maps. And I think that still went on, but very disappointing. Um, you know, you read in the local paper, you, you read the feedback on the internet about Natchitoches being split into three different districts in the House race. That's disappointing, I know, to a lot of people in Natchitoches. Disappointing to me. Uh, we were represented by three representatives before. We had hoped uh, that this time there would be uh, at least uh, a whole uh, city in Northwestern all contained in a whole district. Jack McFarlane will be part of our representative group. Gabe Furman will be part. I've talked to both of them. They are excited about coming and talking to people in Natchitoches and Northwestern particularly about that. We don't know who the one that will be elected in Lance Harris's district will be. Well, certainly, I think, good idea is to recruit that person and get them on board early. But it is disappointing. You're absolutely right about You'll notice the House adopted the Senate map with with no amendments. And that's kind of the, the way, their way of saying, we respect y'all's, do y'all's map and y'all do ours. Yeah, so, our business will stay out of here. Yeah. yeah. And so, but, but it is, uh, it is unfortunate that way. I think we had opportunities to, uh, to make that better, but they, they just didn't, they didn't come to pass. Going back to your Senate district, Louis, for our listeners that are in Northwest Louisiana, what, what parts of your district did you pick up? It almost, it kind of went back to the old district. Some of it, the, the lines moved back kind of where they were before. But explain to our listeners where your district, Senator Louis Bernard's district sure is will. now. I yes. sure will. I, I, met, I started meeting with the president early on in October. And we got in a room and he, he said, what is important in your area? So I told him that the, the, the most important thing in our area, realizing the population loss we had and that we would have to go somewhere mm -hmm. and, and to get more people. But I wanted to keep Natchitoches-centric. I wanted our district to be Natchitoches-centric. That means Natchitoches, Sabine, Red River, and Wynn are, right. are together. And we have that. We were There was some trepidation early in the last election that somebody from Rapids, given the number of people, the voters that we had in Rapids, uh, that somebody from there might come up and put some other parishes together and get elected. And we felt like somebody from this northwestern area should be should be the senator. So uh, we lost a little rapids by Heather Cloud and mm -hmm. Mike Reese coming up. They had nowhere to go. They had to go somewhere. That's the most logical move for them. Glenn Walmont came down and took the Cheneyville area. He also took LSU A down there. So that leaves us with 
west and north. We can't go east because Jay Luno has a minority district, and Correct. you can't. The rules are different there. You can't go across that district. He goes all the way to Grambling. All the way to Grambling. Right. And so we can't cross east. So our options were DeSoto Parish and Bienville Parish, and that's where we basically went to. I have about half of DeSoto Parish. And historically, back when Don Kelly was in the Senate, he had portions of DeSoto, if I remember, but he also had portions of Grant. So your district has actually moved west and north uh, a, a little bit further. It used to always have Wynn and Sabine, or at least yeah. my recollection yeah. is it did. But Louis, it's always fun to talk, uh, you know, politics, uh, and, and these districts are important to everybody. I'm so proud that you had the strength on the Senate side to keep us with a NACA-centric district. It's always great to talk to you. Appreciate you joining us on Billy West Live to talk about these uh, Senate and House districts, and certainly we're going to talk again in another segment about some other issues. But thank you so much for joining us on Billy West Live to talk about your Senate district and the House districts for NACA experience. Appreciate you joining us on Billy West Live. My pleasure, Billy. Thank you, Louis.